Today in Security from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Under Trump, the fight against cybercrime has waned by Ishan Mehta. According to recent polling, Americans view malicious cyber activity as their top security concern, ahead of the economy, nuclear threats, and ISIL. This fear is well justified. Within the last couple of years, there have been cyber attacks in the United States against the electoral system, the financial industry, the power grid, and hospitals. Despite these events, the U.S. government is simply not doing enough to combat the burgeoning threat of cybercrime. A recent report I co-authored estimated that for every 1,000 cyber incidents, just three see an enforcement response. Malicious cyber actors outside the U.S. are acting with impunity and, understandably, fear no consequences from the harm they impose on Americans. Though the White House has not opposed specific legislation coming out of Congress, the president has signed all the cybersecurity bills sent to his desk, it has also not demonstrated an overarching strategy necessary to combat this pressing issue. In fact, the Trump administration is actively undoing the progressive cybersecurity policy of past administrations. The role of the White House cyber coordinator was eliminated by John Bolton in order to consolidate power at the National Security Council. Former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson removed the Office of the Coordinator for Cyber Issues, which had served as an important diplomatic arm for U.S. cyber diplomatic efforts. The White House's 2018 budget zeroed out funding for the biggest digital evidence training center in the country. All of this leads me to conclude that for the president and his administration, cybersecurity is simply not a priority. As a result, Congress has been left to its own devices to enact a comprehensive strategy that aims to identify, stop, and punish malicious cyber actors. Congress has too often abdicated this role, relying on lobbyists to draft legislation. Some have complained that the depletion of resources has hindered them from doing their job properly. But even without leadership from the White House, there is a lot more Congress can do. The good news? Congress is introducing more bills on cybersecurity. My colleague and I at Third Way counted 226 pieces of legislation that focused primarily or tangentially on cybersecurity from 2017 through 2018. A few years ago, the 114th Congress introduced only 22 bills on the issue. However, less than 14% of these 226 bills, and only two of the 10 bills signed into law, imposed consequences on malicious actors or built-up efforts to counter cybercrime. 
The House Homeland Security Committee has voiced frustration that the Senate has consistently failed to advance bills passed by the House. Still, the fact remains that it is up to Congress to overcome systemic dysfunction and pass more productive bills on this critical issue. The Cyber Solarium Commission, which was signed into law last year, presents an opportunity to study the pertinent issues and develop concrete policy solutions. Its 14 members were announced in May. The Commission will have full subpoena power. All government agencies are required to cooperate with it. Further, no information may be withdrawn on security classification grounds, echoing the parameters of the 9-11 Commission. Even if outstanding questions about Russia and election interference face opposition from the current administration, the Commission's fact-finding inquiries and the advancement of a decisive cyber vision could provide a baseline for the next administration to build upon. While the Cyber Solarium Commission may not be a one-shot solution, it has the power to create a sweeping set of policies to identify, stop, and punish malicious cyber actors. Congress should put its full force behind the Commission to achieve those goals. Wired Opinion publishes articles written by outside contributors representing a wide range of viewpoints. Read more opinions on Wired.com. Submit an op-ed at opinion at Wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.